I'm Brandon Zerby and welcome to the My Health Sciences Weekly Podcast, where I bring you topics each week in fitness, nutrition, sleep, cognition, finance, and minimalism to help you become healthier and happier. This week I'm covering, I'm using VDOT to plan a year of running. Let's get into it. Last year, I burst into spring ready to run and walked out of summer injured and sidelined. At the time, I didn't know why my body broke down. Shin splints, a groin strain, and sore hamstrings had me puzzled. Upon further research, my mistakes with training volume, run intensity, and ignoring previous injuries did it. I never had a real training plan to begin with. I was just out there trying to do more today than yesterday, and that didn't work. That's not what smart runners do. That's not what elite athletes do. But I didn't know any better. This year, I've spent most of March researching proper run programming and progression. I've planned out a year of running all based on VDOT values to correct my previous mistakes. So what is VDOT? How can you determine your value? And how have I used this to schedule a year's worth of runs? Jack Daniels, who wrote the Daniels Running Formula, created the VDOT Running Program. He defines VDOT as your estimated VO2 max while taking into consideration running economy and oxygen utilization. Simply put, VDOT is your current level of running fitness. The higher your VDOT, the fitter you are. But this value is important for determining your various training intensities. It dictates your running pace. Daniels recommends using a recent race performance to determine your VDOT, preferably a race that's closest to your running goals. For example, if you're training for a marathon, then a recent half marathon race is a better determinant than a one mile race. Personally, I'm planning on racing in a few 5Ks throughout the year. Therefore, I'll use my recent 20 minute 5K race performance. From there, I'll use Daniel's VDOT chart to determine my value. And you can find these charts on my blog post, and there's a link for that in the show notes. From these charts, we can see my VDOT is a 50. This value can now be used to determine the intensity or pacing of my runs. But first, there are five important run paces to understand in this program. Easy pace. These runs are performed at 65 to 79% of your maximum heart rate. They're meant to be easy. You should be able to run and hold a conversation at this pace with a little discomfort. They're designed to train your heart and fat burning energy systems, and they make up most of your weekly miles with each run being between 30 and 150 minutes. Marathon pace. These runs are performed at 80 to 89% of your maximum heart rate. They're designed to provide you with confidence in your ability to run at this pace for extended periods, and they're used for marathon prep, which isn't so relevant for my training. Threshold pace. These runs are performed at 80 to 92% of your maximum heart rate. They're tougher to run and will wind you. They're designed to increase your lactate clearance and improve your endurance. These paces should be held for a maximum of 20 minutes and utilize a five to one work to rest ratio. Interval pace. These runs are performed near your maximum heart rate. They're difficult and meant to increase your VO2 max. They're only performed for a maximum of five minutes with a one to one work to rest ratio and repeat pace. These runs are near sprints designed to improve your power speed and running economy. Most repeats are performed in under two minutes with a one to two to three work to rest ratio. They make up the least number of miles in your training plan. Now that I know my VDOT of 50 and understand the various training paces, I can determine my exact training paces. With a VDOT of 50, I can use more of Daniel's charts that you'll find links to in the show notes, where I can see my easy miles should be around an 814 minute mile. My threshold pace is about a 4.15 pace kilometer, and so on. This has been a blessing for me when trying to determine workout intensity. This is where I'd struggled before. I didn't know how hard to run my fast runs or how slow to run my slow ones. Now I have a plan for it. 
Lastly, I've picked one of Daniel's running plans to begin my training. He offers four plans in his book for beginners, intermediates, advanced, and elites. Each of these plans has four progressive phases, and each phase is performed for four weeks of training. I decided to start this month with phase one of his intermediate red plan. On my blog post, you can see my first four weeks of training. I'm a couple of weeks into it, and I already love it. The other part I struggled with last year was training progression and frequency. I didn't know how much to up my miles each week. I didn't know how many of my runs should be easy or difficult, and I didn't know how much rest I needed. With this plan, I now have a much better idea. I should note that I'm using days two and six, the optional days, for cross-training. I bought a rowing machine a couple months ago that I'll post on soon. Typically, I do an easy 30-minute row on those days, and on day four, I repeat the day one running session. So my training ends up looking like the chart that's on my blog post, which you can find in the show notes. So here are my final thoughts. I can't tell you how excited I am to have a structured running plan for this year. Barring injury or unforeseen circumstances, I don't see why I can't complete all four of the intermediate training phases by the end of July. Then I'll move on to the advanced plan and keep it rolling. I have three 5k races that I'm planning on doing in May, July, and October. I'll use those races to update my VDOT value and training paces too. I have no idea what I'll be able to accomplish in the 5k this year. I'm at around 20 minutes now but I'm hoping I can get down below 18 by year's end. And not only have I revamped my running this year, but I've updated my stretching routine, increased my lifting volume, and added breath work. So many exciting things that I can't wait to share in the upcoming weeks. Looking forward to doing whatever I can to drop this 5K time. I can't wait. Thanks for joining me on the My Health Sciences Weekly Podcast, where I bring you topics to improve your health and happiness through sustainable, evidence-based, healthy habit change. If you'd like to receive weekly updates on the three most important things I've read, watched, and listened to within the past week, sign up for the My Health Sciences Weekly Newsletter. Those on this list will never miss any of the latest and most important information I share about health and happiness. Thanks again, and I look forward to talking with you again next week.